Welcome to the arena. This is our show, My Little Thoughts. Yes, and this is the intro. Uh, it's a podcast about me, a stay-at-home pops with a lot of connections. Uh, in this episode, the connection happens to be Pastor Byron Coleman from Fifth Street Missionary Baptist Church in Oklahoma City, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder Chaplain. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I have fun creating it. I'm playing Madden with, with, you hear Marley in the back. Just go grab a listen, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Come get elevated. Hey. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. It's me again, obviously. I do my own stunts. So this is an ad here. So this is like a commercial. The podcast is the 2020 version of the radio. So, you know, if you would love your ad business marketed here on Elevated Thoughts, this is the time to do it, uh, especially if you're in the cannabis industry. Uh, we definitely got the strain of the day because this is the part of the episode when I'm breaking it down, uh, about to put it in either one of these uh, king palm wraps or one of these pipes of bong over here, or I'll just put it in a little, uh, some of these white papers, Juicy J wraps or something. But yes, and I definitely sip my Pete's coffee. That's what we're doing. That's what the coffee of the podcast is Pete's. So I'm on that house blend. And I'm also breaking down this blue dream, you know. Eastside OKC, baby. Uh, grew up cripping with the home, with the kinfolk. I wasn't doing nothing, but I was with the fam bam. So uh, blue dream shit. I'm manifesting my shit into reality right now, man. I'm on iHeartRadio, Google, Apple, Spotify, shit. Yeah, let's turn up. Let's get into this episode, though. My bad. But yes, if you do want to hear your business marketed on Elevated Thoughts, holler at your boy, man. Leave me a voice message. Let's get this thing popping. Anyway, let's get to this episode. Welcome to the arena. I'm Archer Almighty. You know what the time it is. It's Elevated Thoughts. Today's guest happens to be my pastor, uh, Reverend Brian Coleman the third. Senior pastor for Fifth Street Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, let me run some of this brother's accolades down before we get into this. Uh, like I said, for senior pastor of Fifth Street Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, he has his bachelor's of science degree from Morehouse in Atlanta. I like that. I like that. Then he continued his uh, education, got his master's of divinity degree from Palmer Theology Seminar in Philly. Just, yes, that's just, I'm gonna just stop there. That's enough. That's, <laughs> that's enough because it's enough. a lot. It's a lot there. And I just let that's you, enough. you know, enough. I'd rather let you go ahead and uh, right, right, tell right. the people. Uh, thank you for starters. Let me right. shake that hand for real. You, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Uh, th- so go ahead. Let me try to elevate some thoughts today. So sure. today, you know, it's about me and stay at home pops. You hear Marley over here. Uh, there she goes. She, since she found out that she heard me playing a uh, podcast on Spotify, she. She got super freaking excited, and yeah. she has not been quiet ever since. But we are at what's this old school bagel cafe in Norman, Oklahoma, off Main Street, sitting here having a bagel and a coffee, and we yes. about to, like I say once again, elevate thoughts. So a couple of questions that I have for you today, sir, is being a pastor. Talk to us a little bit about spirituality versus religion. Uh, a lot of people give the two, you know. Right. Right. Um, what I what I tell people is that religion is man made, yep. spirituality is God made, 
in many cases, religion is the structure, the form. Um, it's the it's the it's the receptacle, but spirituality is the substance. It's the essence. It's the breath of God, the movement of God. And so often, um, being that I've <clears throat> talk about this at university, I talk about this at the church. Um, uh, religion, in many cases, that's Christianity, that's Islam, that's you know Buddhism. That's those are the forms. But at the end of the day, spirituality is the connection with God. Um, and that's what I think. Um, you know, I tell everybody, spirituality really is like water, right? It moves. You don't know where it's gonna move. If you pour water out, it's gonna go everywhere. Yep. Sometimes that's what spirituality is. It touches the very heart of who we are. Um, religion is the form and the structure. Now, often people get those two confused. They do. When in fact, you shouldn't get them confused. At the end of the day, religion is nothing but a man-made concept and idea. But spirituality is, to me, breath. It's the essence of who God is. Life. Um, what we call... The mysterium, the mysterium tremendum, which is the the, uh, the life force of God, it's it's everywhere. That's what I believe spirituality is. I like that, and that and that comes more when you like the Holy Spirit, right? Exactly. Because yeah. I was baptized. I called my mom this morning trying to find out the the name of the church. Sure. Uh, in Duncan, I was baptized in the Holiness sure. Church. Sure, sure. My oh, grandfather my. in Duncan, Oklahoma. I forgot the name of the church. Uh, so I'm used to the, you know, sure. the ghost and sure. you know, like people like to say the dancing and the house or pews. Is that right? So yes, I get you. <laughs> it's something that definitely moves you. You either got it or you don't. Well, but but the thing is this: it's not even with spirituality. It's not necessarily uh, in the dancing. It's not necessarily. It's in it, but it's not contained only in it. No. You know, spirituality is much bigger than the context of our culture. It's much bigger than dancing. It's much bigger than shouting. You know, spirituality really is a centering of self, a coming to awareness of who you are. You know, the spirit can move in quietness just as well as it can move in noise. You can be by yourself Message. and experience spirituality. Message. Right? Okay. And so it's not, when you talk about the cultural forms of shouting and dance, that's cultural. That's, yeah. that's a cultural expression of the Holy Spirit. But yes. when you talk about the spirituality, spirituality is, I can say to you like this, you're not having this conversation the spirit is here. We're one or two of y'all <laughs> The spirit is here. It is. Right? <laughs> That's deep. That's deep. So thank you very much because I've been asked this question before, but now I actually have someone that's been doing this for 30 years yeah. uh, to actually touch on that for me. Thank you. Uh, also, I'm going to go to question number two. Cannabis in the church. Yes. Talk to me about that. It's 2020 now. Right, right, Oklahoma, right. Oklahoma, uh, you know, the laws changing, you know, medical marijuana now True. is going on. So people got, you know, cars. I have mine. True. What are your thoughts on well, that? Couple, first of all, is that when I approach uh, the issue of cannabis, my first thought is do the historical piece behind it. Because the history behind cannabis um, is, is an interesting history in that how it was clearly legal, clearly, you know, 
before the early 20s, cannabis was real. Yeah. It became criminalized in part because many people in the context of African-American culture and Hispanic culture and Latin culture, as a result of that, they criminalized it. The government criminalized it. <laughs> the government criminalized it and made it illegal, made cannabis illegal. When in fact, prior to that, it wasn't illegal. Mm -hmm. um, and anything that you make criminal is going to affect the underside of life harder than everybody else. Because the majority of people that were doing cannabis were black and brown people. And so, um, that's my first thought. Gotta do the history behind it. Gotta do the history The second it. piece to it is, um, what we're discovering, what has been discovered, is that, um, uh, how do you approach the conversation with cannabis without talking about prescription medicine? Mm-hmm. You can't have a real conversation about prescription medicine when, in fact, prescription medicine in many cases is more dangerous than THC. It is. Some of the medicines. And then we talk about how our kids that suffer from ADD, ADHD, behavior disorder, are given drugs to mitigate their behavior. So whether it's Ritalin, whether it's Prozac, whether it's any of those things. Mm -hmm. So my issue is how is it that we legalize these things for kids, mm -hmm. but then we don't allow them to take even pills with THC and CBD, right? I was about to say the same thing. I actually have a friend who has his card and his, his kids actually have theirs as well. Sure. They actually go to the, right there. Sure. Uh, they were on, uh, I don't think he was playing sports, but they kind of, I guess once they found out, they kind of hit him with a random. So it's kind of crazy because like the, they, <coughs> the dad obviously fought it saying that he actually has his license to have the marijuana and stuff like that so then they backed off of him but I mean the, the laws are changing and people are not used to that they, they're really not they still stuck in the old this is your brain on drugs kind of mindset when it comes to cannabis right as right. a whole well and, but then you also have to realize is that you know that's a, that's a part of the the documentary 13th when it talks about how when slavery ended slavery didn't really end mm -hmm. you just created another slave labor force right so what you do, you criminalize individuals with this, you know, herbal plant, thereby you're recreating another system of slave labor, right? Who else is going to work for cheap or near nothing? Nobody else other than prisoners. So when the 13th Amendment abolished slavery, it didn't abolish slavery in the sense of slave labor. Mm, message, right? message. So when you don't, so as a result of that, what do you do? You gotta repopulate these prisons with men working for near nothing, for near to nothing, in order for them to produce a product at the lowest cost, wage cost. The, the only way you're gonna be able to get them in prison, you've gotta criminalize the very thing that's in the context of their community, and that mm -hmm. is drugs. That's real, I mean, how else can you do that? There's no other way, and that's how America benefits off prison labor. Yep. So. I was about to say, I think one reason that they haven't legalized it or made it recreational because they don't really know what they're going to do with the people that's in jail for the same stuff that they're out here making money well, on. I don't, that's why, I, and I've said this before, you got men in Louisiana prison right now, men in Oklahoma prison right now for selling a bag or two bags, but yet you're in the state where it's legal. So there's a conflict. How, how do you, there should be some, some uh, reparations for those individuals that have been put in prison for selling marijuana when in fact you're in a state that's just legalized it. So how are you in a state that legalizes if you have a medical marijuana card, yet you imprison people? So there's a conflict for me. Big you know, time, um, big time. 
And of course, we are waging the charge against mass incarceration because all mass, mass incarceration does with private prisons and everything else is provide more money, you know, for the wealthy of, the, of those in the country. <laughs> that is a fact. That is the message of the day, for real. It's a lot of, uh, like you say, people up in the air, different laws. They keep switching it up. They were trying to push the recreational, but then that's out. Got to go back in and vote. It's crazy. Uh, it's a lot going on. Uh, let me see. I really had those two, but then I had a couple others that I jotted down. Here. Let me see if I uh, What courses are you teaching at OU? So I teach uh, three courses. I teach religious traditions and African-American community. Okay. Um, hold on, girl. You want some more bagel? Goodness. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I teach religious traditions in the African-American community. I'm teaching that this semester. Okay. Um... I teach leadership in the African-American community, and I teach African-American male. It's like a pedagogy course um, on the African-American male. Oh, yeah. So I teach that every fall, religious traditions in the spring, and every other year I teach leadership. Okay. Uh, how long have you been a professor? Nine years, ten years. Nine, ten years, that's crazy. Mm, mm, mm. That's crazy. So, being you used to be the, are you still the Thunder's yeah. chaplain? How was that? You got a lot of caps. You got a lot. Of. <laughs> why, why cancel class today? <laughs> That's what I'm about to say. That's why like, cancel class yeah, today? Like, Ain't a lot of checks, but it's a lot of a lot of caps. It's, right? it's, it's a lot of caps. So how is that working with the Thunder? Oh, it's good. It's you know because that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like. Because Tasha was like, are you going to talk to him? Is it just going to be elevated thoughts today? Are you going to talk a little sports? I was like, once we get there, all I already know. Okay, Marley, calm it down, girl. Woo, more bagel for the baby. Okay, let's get it. Give me some more. She said, I want some more. So how is it being a chaplain for the family? Uh Oh, it's great. You know, I think this is my seventh season. Um, seventh or eighth season. I don't know. It's wonderful. You know, man, it's... It's a dream come true for many, you know, to be able to, to be, you know, I've been with the team since uh, DJ White, um, Russell's first year, James' first year, Reggie's first year, and then all of them. So to see, you know, I've been with them since the, when they first came in the NBA. I remember, I, I can remember being in the church and we were sitting there and Russ was sitting right beside us. Yeah, I, I remember. I saw KJ's uh, sleep. Foot hit Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Westbrook. Right, right, right. And I was like, "Well, you better stop. That's the first lady right there." The <laughs> but yes, I got to see. I remember back when Jeff Green was yeah, there. Yeah, Jeff Green was. Jeff Green was faithful. Yes, and we were faithful. Yeah. I remember that. So it's pretty dope for, for you to have those oh, kind of connections. Oh my God, it's been a. Hey, sir, I see you in here all the time. Yes, I just sir. Just wanted to introduce myself. My name is Steve Wilson. All right, Byron Coleman. Pleasure Byron to meet nice you. To meet you. Yes, sir. And he, t- you t- I see you talking to guys constantly. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. To come over and say hey. Bless you, man. Thank you, sir. Uh, good to meet you. Good guy. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty solid. As always, and good guys. beautiful girl. Yes, yeah, sir. All right. You guys have a great. Take care, you too. You too. It's been a gift. It's been a. It's been a blessing to 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 be with, to be in that setting, and I've learned a lot. Okay. What's what you learned? Um. Wow, wow. Nobody, let me say, uh, a great lesson, several lessons. The major lesson, um, 
let me let me be positive, then I'll take the negative and go positive. Gotcha. The positive thing <laughs> is, <laughs> is um, it is good to see guys be able to uh, make money and take care of their families. Mm-hmm. Now that is a blessing. I've seen guys, you know, you're in the league, you ain't got nothing. Yeah. After that first game, that check hit, you got money. Yeah. And then you realize you've been liberated to some degree. Now, whether you know you've been liberated is on you. Yeah. But clearly understand that. <laughs> the size of that check. Yeah. And brothers is paid. They get paid. Paid, paid. Now, let me, let me go the other way. <laughs> Hello, this is Roman Thomas with the Homeowners Bailout. We're a team of local real estate investors in the Oklahoma metro area. We buy homes no matter the condition. We pay cash and we close fast. If you have a home in need of repairs but don't want to spend the money to get it fixed, don't worry, we take it as it is. Whatever the situation, if you're dealing with probate, divorce, foreclosure, even taxes and fines, we can help you. Call 405-633-3052. Also, if you're interested in joining our team of investors, give us a call. Again, that's 405-633-3052. Whether you're a current investor or want to be a new investor, we can help you out. Thank you. Dang, I know y'all like, what? Did he just cut the past off and go to commercial? Man, I sure did. Uh, pretty sure Pastor Coleman understand. We got to pay some bills around here. So, uh, this was right in the episode when I was getting thirsty, but we was at the, we at the bagel shop, so I couldn't break out my tea bag and make no tea. I probably should have though. Uh, but anyways, when I sip tea, I sip, sip Hattie's Holistic Healing uh, Chill Blend is what I would have sipped. Organic natural product, a little bit about it. Uh, chill Blend, when you need to unwind and de-stress so that you can let go of your day. Herbs like Skullcap, Lavender, Chamomile, and so many more. Holly Raquel at Hattie's Holistic Healing. Uh, and you can definitely pick you up some. Find her on Facebook, Hattie's Holistic Healing. I'm out. Let's get back to this episode. A fame, um, power. No, excuse me. Fame, success, however you define it, um, is an organism. And if you don't handle it, it will handle you. Now be careful of them cameras. Be careful of that fame. Be careful of stardom. Be careful of applause. Be careful of fandom. Because that stuff is another monster. It will change you into something if you're not careful. Uh, that, that you will be unrecognizable even to the people closest to you. A real talk. I've seen it. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen the organism come on certain players and the players fight it. And I love that. But I've seen other players that didn't have the strength to fight. And it sucked them up. And they became unapproachable. They become untouchable. You can't even talk to them. You gotta go through five different people to get to them. Whereas before I can come to you personally, hey man, what's going on? You alright? Now now you give me a head now. What? Hit the switch on it. Okay, bro. But I don't blame them. That's what fame does. That's what fame does. That's the nature of the beast. 
That is crazy. So uh, we touched on some things. Uh, what's today? February the fourth, third, fourth, fourth. Black History Month. Wow. Uh, if you could point out a figure in your life, uh, you, you could go from the Martin Luther Kings or whoever. Who would you like to? There's only one. Malcolm X. Gotcha. There's only one. There's only I don't. One. I don't. I don't. There's only one. I tell everybody who I talk to from. I've said that since I was 18 years old. I read the autobiography of Malcolm X when I was 16 years old. Changed my life. Changed my life. Changed, changed my life. It was not the Bible. It was the autobiography of Malcolm X. The message changed my life. Oh. Right there, there. Hey, we have the uh, book reading, like SLA uh, Book Club. So mm -hmm. we have books that we've been reading. Speaking yeah. of books, let me shout out my homeboy, Slave Minds. Mm. It's the uh, mathematical and systematic of uh, systematic racism. Really deep. I will. I will pick it up. Yes, will it's on Barnes and Nobles. What is it? Ke Kelly Publishing Company. Man, deep. It's it a, it's seventy pages, but it is dope. Well, and what people don't people don't realize is you got like different syndromes, like the baby mama syndrome, oh. the baby boy syndrome is another. So next week, matter of fact, I'll tell you next Friday. Let me tell you what I have. Next Friday, Sam, I am giving a lecture. Not even a lecture, it's a training session. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm gonna tell you the topic. And I haven't even begun to to work. I, well, they asked me to do it because I do a lot in my class on it um here it is so this is the topic this is what i'm dealing with the next friday Ooh, okay baby you like these dang bagel i see unchained and unbroken healing from generational trauma the power and presence of the black church experience Ooh. so the aim is i'm talking to um, individuals who are um, counselors those who are in the counseling field, those who are caseworkers. And the intent is to lecture, them, give the presentation, and they get credit, CPE, clinical oh, okay, care, okay, credit okay. for, on generational trauma. And how generational trauma affects from slavery to now. Man, it does. But also, how has the black church helped sustain those individuals suffering from generational trauma? I was about to say that because, man, we got to start doing better. I mean, I can't talk about, oh, oh, I can't no. talk about, you know, you know, it's, yeah, we don't really look out for ourselves. Like well, we, well. we like to brush mental health disorders underneath. Oh, no question. But I think, oh, no, he right. Like, no, that'd be crazy. Right, right, right. <laughs> we right, don't right, like right, to say right. that. Right, but I think the challenge, to, to your point, so you asked me, let me not digress from the question. The reason why I love, one of the reasons why I love Malcolm X Mm -hmm. is because in all sincerity he is the only individual in African American history that I know that I study that there was a record of his evolution hey, I didn't think about it like that too. you just said that. Dr. King was getting ready to evolve he was killed yeah. right True. Malcolm X you saw from one stage from Malcolm Little, to Detroit Red. No, no, no. Many yeah. steps in the yeah, middle. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And Malcolm Little, Detroit Red, to Inmate Little, right? To Malcolm X, 
to El Haj Malik El Shabazz. You see the evolution of this individual. And what you what, what I try to tell people all the time, and I mean this, the greatest compliment that anybody can really ever give you is that you evolved. Message. Are, are you the same Sam? Or has Sam evolved? Have you gotten a little bit a little bit wiser, a little bit a little bit more patient, a little bit stages of life and that's what Malcolm did for us as African Americans to read the history of Malcolm X and to know that he was not the same person he was when he was in the nation that he had actually come out after coming from his Mecca his Hajj to Mecca he became a different person man that makes him my hero you gave room for yourself to evolve and most of us don't do that no not at all we think we got to be the same the way we are. No, we don't. I can be a different person. There are other parts of me that I know God has not tapped into. I have to be willing to allow it. Message. <laughs> Message. Yeah, I'm glad we got this going on. Uh, I know you're a very busy person. No, no, no. Uh, and you were talking about getting the reach out. You know, yeah. The church is because you are doing something that no one's else doing. You know? Trying to, trying, Sam. It's rough, Doc. It is it's rough. It is. It is. It's rough. It's rough. Well, if you would be up for it, I don't know how your schedule or how frequent, but we can start with once a month, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I have you on because I don't want to say weekly because I know that's a lot. No, let's let's. I tell, I give one, but I did. I will I will do this Sam. I will do a Bible study with you and I and you can do your your podcast doing Bible study. That's dope. And we engage in questions. Because um, I was because I was like, we could have went live. No, no, no. Could have no. had a tripod set here with the camera while we sitting here eating and then I'm still that. recording that. We could so do that on a Wednesday night. I think I, and and all my members will log in. Sound like yes. That'll give you some more folk to listen to your podcast. Because that's how I get paid. All I got to do is press play. Really? I swear. That's it. I have commercials. I have some sponsors set up in there. They just go listen to the ad while I go in after we finish recording. Uh, you know, uh, my friend, uh, Raquel, she has Hattie's Holistic Healing Tea. I'm going to have to get you a bag of that. Okay. She has Immunity Blend. She got Chill Blend, Vibin' Blend. But it's all natural herbs. Really? So she brings the herb of the day. You know, ginkgo biloba, make you remember stuff. Well, uh, so it's, she does, helps out when it comes to elevated thoughts. But yeah, I definitely get you your back. To I think that I Maybe think that will. Um, we got tea, we got coffee, Pete's okay. coffee. Really? Yep, the owner of that. He told me whatever I need, so he gave me cases of coffee. Because here's the challenge. Here's, here's the challenge, which I think your podcast. I think many people, because of the business of life, don't sit down and talk. Don't sit down and engage. What? Yeah, you got that little tooth in the bottom about to grow out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> People don't engage and talk like they used to. I'm not looking for the used to, yeah. but I think that engaging in healthy conversation is important. Yeah. You know? And we're in a different... So part of, part of what I'm going to tell you about my church is this. Um, uh, my 
you have to you have to be relevant. Now there are people in different schools of thought who don't feel that. You gotta speak to the context of people's lives. Pretty much. If you don't speak to their lives, why do you exist? Message. You know what? The intent is to give people hope, to give them encouragement, to give them a greater sense of faith, to know that regardless of what you're going through, if you would view yourself the way God views you, you will blow this world away. And I mean that all sincerely. Every Sunday when I preach, that's my intent. Sunday sermon was be held. It was. Be held. Got your notes right here. <laughs> You got be your notes there? Yes. Exodus be 17, help. 8 yes, through 16. Yep. Be helped. Be helped. God will bless you when you help somebody else. You have the capacity to transform lives. I don't care about how much money you got. It's about your giftedness. It's about your ability. It's about what God put in you to change somebody else's life. Tell people it's not the resources you have that make you gifted. It's your ability to touch people. I believe that. I believe I live with that. I live with every day of my life. When I'm on campus, come on, man. When I'm with the thunder, I'm pouring into them. Pretty much. Because that's the, and you can do that in whatever field you're in. Whatever field you're in. Yeah, so that's why I kind of, I love doing the podcast. I've been trying, I've been sharing elevated thoughts. All people have to do is press play. I got Multiple people from different walks. Wow. Every shade, color you can think of. I've had them on, given them an opportunity to talk. Uh, especially if you have a business. Yeah. Really yeah, targeted yeah. a small business. Yeah, Molly, I got you. She said, it's time for my, my morning nap. So we got to go. I got another podcast out of this. What's your podcast after this? Uh, I have a sister. Uh, she has a barbershop in the city. So I got to go to the barbershop. She's supposed to clean me up a little bit. Okay. Talk about her business. She's about to relocate. Okay. So I told her I'd help her, try, you know, spread awareness to what she got going on. There's a lot of women barbers out there. Yeah. And she was telling me about uh, the flack that she gets oh, as sure. being a, a female barber. Oh. Talking about someone broke in her car, stole her clippers type stuff because they were salty that she taking some of their clientele, I guess. I didn't know it was getting grimy like Gender that. Gender discrimination. Though. Exactly. So I was like, hey, I'll help you be the, I'll be the, pla- use my platform to bring awareness to it. You know, it's all about equality. Man. All we need is one more state to vote for, what is it, women's rights? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, will, I will submit to you, um, any topic, <coughs> if, if every topic you raise today, I would love to do it on a Wednesday night. If we narrow the topic down, come up with a list of questions, and we can engage in front of the people. I like because that, Because that's too. a part of what I'm down for. I was loving how bringing the mic around last you know, we were talking last week. All right, no more bagel, girl. We were gonna make some moves, but yes. Uh, but thank you once again. Like I say, uh, thank you, Sam. One of many to come. So, if anybody has any questions that need answered for a Pastor, please shoot me. Shout out to Anchor for making it this simple for us to put this together. But all you gotta do is go press the voice message. It'll it'll give you a, a minute. For us to talk. So it'll give you a, a minute to ask your question. And uh, you can hear yourself, your voice on the podcast. So thank you very much for tuning in today. What's today? Tuesday, True Tuesday. So we kept it as true as we can. 
thank you once again for Pastor Coleman for uh, taking time out your thank schedule. You, I'm gonna thank let you, you enjoy your bagel there, y'all. We are old Sam. school bagel <laughs> in Norman, Oklahoma. So uh, pretty darn good as well. So y'all be blessed. Talk to y'all soon. Come get elevated. Yo, thank you for tuning in. If you listen to the episode this far, thank you so very much. And I'm glad that you did because I never mentioned where you can find the pastor besides Elevated Thoughts, uh, Wisdom Wednesday. So you can definitely check them out on the radio, 1220 AM KTLV. Uh, the radio broadcast is Thursdays at 3 p.m., Sundays at 11 a.m. And for you YouTubers, uh, type in Fifth Street Baptist Church. It's that simple. And for you guys that, that want to give and like to donate uh, or tithe, however you want to label it, fifthstreet.org, F-I-F-T-H-S-T-R-E-E-T.org. Scroll all the way down to the bottom, you know, find the giving part, and then you take care of that and you do your thing. Uh, thank you very much once again for tuning into this episode. Uh, continue to rock with your boy. I'm not perfect once again. I've always stated that, but damn sure working on it. And I don't know what I'm doing until y'all message me. You definitely got to leave me a voice message. Give me some reviews so I know what how to elevate the podcast. You feel me? So this is uh, one of those give, take kind of things. <laughs> but yes, until next episode, I'm going to sip my uh holistic healing teeter that's immunity blend with a little bit of ginkgo so i can remember shit so i'm gonna go ahead and take notes on this get the next episode out to you guys but until then thank you